0: Hello everyone, I'm Moidog. And I'm Karmaka, and welcome to Command Comms. The podcast where we talk about everything and anything related to tactical shooters.
1: Awesome, so welcome back everyone. We're here with another episode of your favorite tactical shooter podcast. Today, we're gonna be talking about some incredibly important news. V2 public testing for Squad has actually released. So this means that anyone that owns a copy of Squad right now Can go on head over to public testing and download the newest branch so a lot of cool stuff that we're going to be going over we're going to be reading through all of the patch notes uh giving our first impressions and talking about what we think of this release so Moy, getting us kicked off out of everything here i know there's new vehicles there's a new map a couple of you know mechanic changes as far as the spawns uh what excites you the most out of you know what we've heard so far
0: so we'll get into like the juicier, like, hey, we got a brand new warrior. You know, there's mm-hmm. a scimitar. There's all these little cool vehicles and surges have been overhauled. But what I think is actually the coolest part about this is the the layer overhaul. And it is essentially, it, it's it. I guess if you're just a, an average player, just jumping in squad, especially if you're a new player, you might not realize just how important this is to the gameplay loop and replayability of squad but this gameplay layer change has has created a system where you can actually plug in and drop in factions and subfactions on each map and so let's take let's take an example of albasra invasion very common layer albasra invasion v2 so you know you have your your british up in the north they push through the airfield all the way down eventually to the the southern town and the southern island uh, with the insurgents defending. Right? Everyone knows this one. Typically, what you would have is you have a you know a few warriors, a, a tank, your your light vehicles against uh, a, basically an equally uh, armored insurgent force. What this layer system is allowing the the game to do is to basically pick and drop in separate pre-made factions. So you could have an armored regiment for the British. Or you could have an air cav heavy regiment. Maybe you have infantry and logistics. And so you can basically vote at the beginning of the map what type of faction and sub faction you want to play for this layer of Al or invasion. So you could essentially be a US armored cav for this uh, layer for invasion, and then maybe next round, uh let's do, you know, British air cav. That kind of stuff. I think that is amazing. I don't know what Uh, full implementation we're going to be seeing v2 but they've at least laid the groundwork for this and that is something that is just super cool i i'm excited about it it's going to make these maps that we we all like i think a lot more replayable and a lot more interesting
1: I definitely agree. I think having the ability to easily swap out, you know, layers with different kinds of factions and sub factions, you know, divisions or, you know, detachments within those factions, and they're all stylized and they're very thematic. I think that's definitely a very interesting to- thing to see. And I am excited to see, you know, if you're going to be able to vote on what you want to play next and how well that system is baked into Vanilla Squad. One thing I would like to see, though, is. In addition to having the ability to choose, you know, what kind of maps and what kind of detachments you're playing, I, you know, and this is comes up from some things I've been doing recently, I would like to see a mix up in the game modes of squad and actually pushing that kind of thing because it's, it's interesting to see gameplay change because of the factions that you play. But seeing how squad is changed based on the game mode and introducing either new game modes or revamping and fixing old ones. I think that's also you know, a very important core part of getting that replayability and adding something new and fun that doesn't necessarily require too much work. So it's interesting to hear about the layer system. I am looking forward to its implementation, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll start going through here top to bottom for these patch notes. We'll try to leave a link to the patch notes in the description uh, down below, but yeah, let's get right into it. So. First off, it looks like they're fixing a lot of bugs, right? I'm not seeing anything too crazy here, just some normal standard bug fixes. Uh, and then we, like you said, Moy, here, right here is the layer overhaul phase one. So very interesting to see what that's possibly going to lead to. A lot of cool kind of uh, implementations I could see them using in the future. Um, and then, Moy, have you seen the new streamer support options and the loading screens? What are your <laughs> thoughts there for those system changes? Yeah,
0: so first of all, the loading screens are really cool. And it's... It seems kind of like a, a, a almost a lame to be excited about a loading screen, but they're actually really well done. Uh, they look nice, and it actually kind of gets me hyped uh, a little bit. You're like, okay, cool. I'm actually going into a map. You know, it's not just a standard running squad guy or keyboard or whatever. So that is a really nice touch. Uh, you know, I think it's something that makes it feel more like a feature complete game. Uh, the streamer options. Uh, I'm going to be uh, honest. I just played maybe about an hour or two hours of the playtest. This was just officially released just a few hours ago, uh, and so they had uh, one or two playtest servers up. It's been a you know a couple hours messing around on the new map as well. The streamer options I think are going to be very helpful. Once I, there's a couple bugs here, but it makes sense. I mean, this is a playtest; they're going to fix it. The the my main concern though is. This is going to help for, uh, I I guess, the super, super big guys. Because if you turn on the hide player names, it just makes everyone player one, two, three, four, all the way down to 100. And as I found out walking around the map, it's very hard to talk to people (laughs) if they're player two and they don't know who that is. (laughs) They're like, oh, you know, I'm Mitch. You're calling me player 2. Um yeah. so my my one recommendation actually uh, is, is I do I do like this. I think it's something especially if it wants to survive in the Twitchverse, you know, stream sniping sucks, uh, DDoS attacks suck. All of those things are great. I would actually recommend to do it. I don't know if it's possible, but like Rifleman 1 or SL1. Oh, so you your know, slots are labeled. Exactly. Because Uh. that way you don't actually have to say player. You say, hey, rifleman over here or whatever. And people know what class they're playing. So I actually think that would be a much better way to do it. I don't know how labor intensive that is, but I do think that this is moving in the right direction. It just needs a little bit more fine tuning.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I had kind of the same thoughts as well. I think the new map loading screens, as pretty as they are, and that's important, right? Because Squad is full release, right? It should have that polish as opposed to the original, you know, just keyboard loading screen that no one ever read. Um, I do want to see... the loading screens also used as an opportunity to teach players now that old keybind thing was absolutely is information overload but even if like the new loading screens i haven't seen them yet so maybe if they showed like a, a tip or two or you know gave some advice every time you load it in i think that just because of how massive of a game squad is wherever you can try to teach players i think the opportunity should be taken so I don't know, we'll see what actually comes out when it's full release and out of testing, but seeing new map loading screens, it is nice polish. As far as the streamer support options, I was thinking about this, and while I do think it's good for like the random streamers that hop in. What I'm thinking is that like this won't necessarily help stream sniping for players who are, you know, dedicated squad players or have a community or server that they frequent. Mainly because that gets that gets leaked and then boom, that's it. That's all you need. So that is going to be like, I don't think you can ever truly get rid of stream sniping in in squad. It's gonna make it easier for the people who are comfortable jumping server to servers. But like when I recommend new players to playing squad, I don't recommend them to be jumping around, right? You want them to stay in a server get to know those people be a regular and and make friends right but it's it's harder to do that when you're jumping around on servers so an interesting fix it's good to see that they are looking at solutions right rather than just completely saying hey you know just deal with it so i do like to see that they are trying things i just don't know if there's ever really going to be a way to counteract stream sniping um
0: yeah i I don't i don't think you really can in a game like squad mm -hmm. you have 99 other people that are all you know it's not like a br where you're gonna drop in, and if you get killed, you're out. You know, these are people who are for at least forty minutes to an hour, they're gonna be playing with you. It's like, hey, especially you know, when Shroud or Doctor Disrespect were playing, everybody knew right away, and that's something that's just gonna happen with larger streamers, uh, larger communities like that. And I really think it's gonna it's it's gonna work for those the. the the big guys, the big fish who try squat out because that's going to be at least give them a little buffer to to jump in and try to play without too many people, especially if they already use like an alias, whatever, mm-hmm. um, anyway, one, one thing that I did also like, and this isn't just a streamer tool, this might be helpful for uh, those who are recording or trying to get cinematic shots or anything, you can actually hide the server messages now,
1: oh, so those nice. broadcasts
0: are, yeah, those broadcasts are now hidden. Uh, the, one of the devs was saying, we don't recommend everybody turning it off because I know on our server, we, we use warnings on broadcast. So Mm -hmm. like, Hey, we, we will eventually do like an actual direct warning to somebody if they're not getting the, the picture, but we use a lot of broadcast messages, you know, throughout a game or whatever. So although in a normal game of squad, I wouldn't recommend turning it off. But if you are really trying to get something cinematic or trying to get something going, You no longer have to worry about editing around those broadcasts Uh, so i I do think that's a a really cool option
1: yeah i i do know that like for all my guys like because i have people who are constantly taking screenshots or or recording or other content creators like being able to get good footage is very important for the content creation for a game for so if you look at for example like escape from tarkov the (laughs) the ability to go in there and get good footage it's really hard so most of the footage you see of tarkov is generally the same stuff now some people do get tricky and they try to get cinematic shots or they try to you know get in and get nice screenshots but that game isn't really good for content creation and i think that once these companies realize like how important these content creators content creators are to like promote their game it's it's literally free marketing, and the easier you make it for people to make awesome things to watch, I think the more popular your game gets, and the further it can it can gain traction. And I don't think that's like yeah. a big part of it, but I think it's pretty important. You know, important enough that game should be paying attention. Uh, but yeah, some really interesting things so far. Um, the system changes have really like given the game a lot more polish, right? Because this is the stuff, this is the kind of stuff that you expect in a V1 game, and now that we're getting in V2, it's like okay, good it's a long time coming. So that's good to see. <laughs> so I yeah. guess yeah, now we're going to jump into gameplay features. So I read this a little bit ago. And uh, I was like, I'm going to be honest, boy, I was I was not impressed. Um, they make this hab spawn activation delay sound like so what happens is essentially when you drop the hab the default time that it takes for that hab to become active is 10 seconds, right? Which I don't think is enough time to really be consequential and reading their intent for this change, how it's supposed to like make teams think more about their hab placement. I don't know if a spawn delay is really the way to go about doing that. And we can get into that a little bit more, but what are your thoughts on this specific gameplay change?
0: So I think it's a good thing. Uh, I do correct me if I'm wrong. Could you in, in the past, could you only stop a hab spawn if you were digging it down a, or has there always been a proxy
1: there's proxy and you can dig down the hab and you can dig down the fob so no, but a,
0: like in, in the like years ago could you oh rush years ago it? well it depends if, if i guess were, on
1: when you're picking right on when these changes were implemented because i don't think they're all implemented at the same time
0: because i i had somebody in chat today and i you know hey don't trust strangers on the internet right uh supposedly in the past you could rush a hab and even if you were next to it, you could still spawn in. Oh yeah! Before uh, they it's...
1: added the proxy.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you could be pretty much on the hab and still spawn in, right? You could
1: cheese uh, habs by just like dropping the radio, dropping the hab, and no matter like didn't matter who was around you, people would spawn in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: that's the kind of uh, so we've we've now we've introduced you know the proxy mechanic, and now we're into the hab uh, spawn activation delay mechanic. I I do like this generally. I don't think it's a negative thing because I don't think I, th- I think they're reading a little bit too much into, oh, you're now going to think about where you place your hab. I mean, OK, but the, the activation delay, it's 10 seconds. You know, I, I do think it's going to stop. You have every once in a while you do a really crazy flank. You try to get a hab down and, you know, it's going to be just a few seconds before people start pushing you. And those crazy last-ditch habs do work in very niche situations, but I don't think it's as prevalent as maybe these gameplay feature notes make it seem. So I, I don't I don't necessarily think this is going to change a lot, but I do think it's it's the the key part of the the activation delay is the overrun mechanic activation delay as well. So not after you just built the hab, but when it actually becomes. No longer overrun. you've cleared it of enemies. You also have to wait 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. So that type of thing, I think it's going to help both attackers and def- defenders a little bit play smarter. and it, it does really suck. I, I know you've been in a position where you push a hab and that one guy steps 21 meters out or 31 meters out, and all of a sudden the whole team spawns in, and you're like, "Dude, like really? Like we're right here. And you just lose the use the hab, and now you're kind of screwed. You got to attack it again. So, that kind of stuff I think is really cool, uh, at least preventing a little buffer. Uh, I, I don't know if it's going to have as big of an effect as we all think without the new proxy changes that I, I, I believe got delayed until January.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you completely. This is a good change, but they made it out to, I think, be a bigger deal than it actually (laughs) is. Like, oh, with this 10 second delay, you are now going to have to think about where you place your fob and your hab and it's going to matter. And it's like, this is going to affect the fringe cases, or like when you are trying to literally cheese a hab, you know? It's yeah. not going to affect the majority of the public players' spawn uh, or hab fob placement, I don't think. I could be completely wrong, but like in all my years of playing this game, I don't see a 10 second spawn delay actually pushing that too much. Um, no, I agree with that. <laughs> Yeah, so that's it's an it's it's a good change, but there's like there's like two paragraphs on this thing. And it's like I don't know, I don't know. Um but yeah, let's move on here. Uh we've got helicopter <laughs> flight improvements. I'm not a pilot. Are you a pilot, Moy? I'm not, but I, I did
0: play it, so I can at least kinda have my initial uh, you know, kind of greenhorn pilot uh, talk on it. So if you if you are a, a pilot, you're you're accustomed to this. Even if you're not a pilot, you kind of you know that the flight model right now, it's not battlefield-y completely, but it does feel a little bit like that, right? Are you, is that fair to say? As even in, like, I a have not flied not. too
1: much in Battlefield, I, so I can't really. Oh my I'm God, not, just, yeah, boots on pilot. the ground. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a pilot guy. All right, so it's it's relatively.
0: I'm not saying it's Battlefield, but it is it is not as realistic as maybe a lot of people hoped it was going to be in its uh, initial um, implementation last year. I can tell you right now that the helicopter feels heavy and it feels like you're moving a large helicopter. I was flying the Puma, which is the new British helicopter, uh, and it's it it kind of feels like you're flying a hip a little bit, but even flying the hip everything just feels heavy and it 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 doesn't turn quite as as i don't want to say well because it makes it seem like it's a worse model Mm -hmm. but i do think you really have to play around with your sensitivity i think you have to learn how to like if you guys have mastered the j turns out there i know there's some epic pilots they'll just j turn on a dime drop down drop the hab get out of there you're probably going to have to i don't want to say completely redo your settings but definitely play around with your sensitivity because it' not just the the model itself, but how you approach things, the angles at where you need to kind of rotate the vehicle. It's it's a lot different. I, I don't know if if this heavy floatiness is more realistic because I've never played a realistic simulator helicopter thing. But I can tell you though, it feels more of I guess what I thought flying a helicopter would be in, in my very basic understanding of a helicopter if that makes sense
1: yeah it's just uh i'm so glad whenever they can really get like the helicopter people happy because having good pilots is important uh and seeing like you can really see when a pilot knows what they're doing and what they're not and they can pull off some crazy immersive maneuvers and it's like really really cool when that happens so as long as they keep those guys happy i'm all good i just personally i don't have any real interest in (laughs) this i don't think um, the only thing in here that really interests me is, like, the reduced residual thrust when the engine is disabled, forcing survivable crash landings. Now, this yep. is really interesting because that's immersive as fuck. Like, getting your tail rotor shot out or getting your engine shot out and actually surviving the crash, I think, is going to be really, really cool. Um, but that's pretty Wait, much— so, uh, what, Speaking of crash,
0: mm-hmm. I, I want to say—I'm I don't. I'm not seeing it right here. Didn't in a dev chat or something earlier this year— they mentioned something about giving the pilots more control on if a rotor does get shot out or something like that. I'm I I don't no, I'm not sure about that. I could have sworn and it is I quite plausible. Be I because I thought part of this helicopter flight improvement was to give pilots more control of the helicopter because when you lose a tail rotor you don't instantly start spinning like a top, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it gets there, but you have you can kind of fight it.
1: Yeah, um, you can yeah, there's 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 techniques to increase your odds of survival yes
0: yeah yeah and right now your odd is hey i'm just gonna spin until i hit the ground <laughs> yeah uh, and so i can also tell you that in the playtest, i shot once again the new rpg 28 uh tandem uh heavy anti-tank weapon at a black hawk the, the thing still just caught fire and flew away and landed repaired did the whole thing so whatever they have improved it's flight model and is definitely not Uh, making them more susceptible to ground fire, any other things like that. They're Mm -hmm. still flying tanks, it seems.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, oh, do you remember the heli mod flight model?
0: I am not going to lie.
1: I hated that mod. Yeah. Uh
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like I I hated that mod. I'm sorry if there's any heli flight models and people out there. I did not
1: like. This it. is why I can't give my takes on piloting is because I I'm not a pilot. I like things simple. <laughs> I don't like. I want to be able to fly helicopters without having to learn a whole bunch of stuff. But I'm not against them making it difficult or increasing the skill ceiling or oh, yeah. you know, giving you like that's all that's all great and good. But that's like that's why I'm very hesitant to give my takes on these kind of things is because I've just never been a real big fly guy. You know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah that's fair (laughs) yeah but uh the next feature here which is which is an interesting one it's a good one is the refund mechanic both for placements and infantry kits so i was going through this and it looks like when you misplay something and you dig it back up you get some of the cost back which i think is a good cushion it kind of keeps things consistent within the game it's not like I dropped the hab, this dude accidentally right clicks it and it's gone, and now we have nothing. <laughs> Cause I dude, remember oh, oh God. Man. When 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 they did a free weekend or whatever, and you drop a hab, you're you're literally screaming before you place the hab. Left click, left click, left, because you know someone's <laughs> gonna accidentally click that right click, that hab goes bye-bye, and now you've got no supplies on that fob. So I think this is a great way. Like it's it's really not too consequential, but it should smoothing things out. You know, things shouldn't be so as like, oh, you mess up this one thing. Well, guess what? Your your whole team's messed up now. Yeah,
0: it also really helps with certain times that you do want to drop in placements. You realize after maybe a few minutes of actual taking contact or seeing how the game's playing that, hey, maybe you should have actually just shifted this, you know, uh, 10 meters this way, especially when it comes to, you know, HMGs or uh, maybe a toe is, is is actually a little bit better on this ridge than that ridge, that kind of stuff. So being able to have 80% build is pretty, is a pretty big thing when some of these can cost five, 600 build. And although you won't be able to get it immediately unless you have some leftover, I, I think it, it, it sucks right now. You feel like you're stuck with bad emplacements unless you can actually get a completely new logi run to reset. And I do, I do just hope that we're able to take advantage of this on some of these things. I, I, Seeing the deployable refund mechanic, if I'm being honest, I wish I also saw some changes of the cost of some of these deployables. Like some things like HESCO blocks or uh, HESCO barriers, HESCO walls, uh, different bunkers, things like that, I do think are pretty insane in the cost compared to what they actually offer when you actually build them. So I, I don't know. This is good. I, I absolutely love it. Especially the infantry, uh, Uh, Kit cost is super cool. It always felt kind of lame when you had to basically take an entire set of ammo just because you want to change out a grenade for not a grenade and you're changing kits. So that is really nice. Uh, I just, I kind of wish we had a little bit more in the deployables, you know, if we are doing a deployable change.
1: Yeah, I I do think that the emplacements need some love. And you see this a lot because. Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit later. But like I started rolling out a brand new mod with a new game mode, and like the, the difference between wait, pre- <laughs> wait, you are you modding? I wait, know, right? Are you, are you Who would've like thought and just squad? out of the blue? I never talked about this ever before. It's I know crazy. Wow, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's really interesting to see because we've changed kind of how the game mode works and how FOB should be treated. And you can very easily see that the general squad mentality, like 99% of the players in squad. Their idea when it comes to dropping a fob is you drop the fob, you drop the radio, you drop the hab, and that's it. Maybe you get two mortars, maybe you get a tow, but that's generally all that gets dropped with the fob. And yeah. like, it's very clear in this new game mode that we have because like fobs, we made fobs so very important to be built up and to be defended that it's just it's crazy how little people use these emplacements, these deployables, and like even the HMGs. I know the HMGs are kind of useful right now. Uh, it's just, it doesn't feel like it's worth it in Vanilla Squad to use those kind of deployables or emplacements. It feels like you could be could be doing something better. And that's like, that's a very interesting thing to, to really go in when you look at that specific type of squad gameplay of like of like what's happening with FOB gameplay specifically and the meta there. And then when you look at what it could be or what it should be, it's, I kind of feel like what happened was squad had this meta developed where habs and fobs were used for this one specific purpose and OWI just said yeah okay we're gonna just we're, we're just gonna lean into that and so that's where you get this hab you know change it's not like they're trying to change the mechanics of how the hab works to make it so you can't do this they're just saying hey we're gonna add a 10 second spawn and hard and hard code it so that you can't um pull off this cheese it's not like they're trying to change yeah. the thinking behind it they're trying to just stop you by adding mechanical blocks which is I don't know about that but uh it's 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 very interesting and honestly it makes me a little sad because it makes me feel like well what if it could be done differently what if something new could happen and that's literally where i got a lot of the inspiration to start my own mod project and to see if i could fix some of these problems and we'll we, we this is a long topic but <laughs> <laughs> let's let's roll into the the next new things here which is the goodies that almost 99 percent of the squad player base really really enjoys which is the new weapons and the new vehicles so um, Moy, why don't you take us through these
0: So we're going to start off with the new infantry weapons. And the biggest, I guess, highlight is the insurgent faction overhaul. I want to be very clear, we're talking about insurgents and not the game mode insurgency. A lot of people have confused the two. Insurgency is not part of this update, just insurgents themselves. So the first one is the Mosin Nagant. So the actual bolt-action Russian rifle, it has... Uh, three different variants one is the the shorter carbine uh, with iron sights then you have the full length rifle with iron sights and then the magnified scope option so i have seen and it says you can be you can actually reload this by a single shells or a stripper clip which it does look i was actually surprised to see this so with the the Mosin nagant when you fire it, it's an automatic. Unlike you know how Postscriptum, if you fire it, you have to double click. Yeah, yeah. It, it's automatic. It's not uh, not double click or whatever.
1: That to, honestly, to, so real fast, that seems really weird considering like I would have thought that it would be an easy implement, implementation to Squad because they're both uh, yeah. But yeah, keep going, keep well, going. Well, no,
0: the Timberwolf. Hey, I, I I I see. I can hear that smile, sir. I can hear it. <laughs> I, I can hear it. The Timberwolf has it. So well, it's not why isn't like the motion then? It. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what is, is going is, on. I don't know. I I would like to see it. If okay. if I could have, if I could have designed it, I would prefer, especially if I believe this is a one shot to the torso. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it, a, it be, mm-hmm. if it is a one shot with it, better be. If it is a one shot with the torso, I would love to have to click and cycle it myself, so that way I can see. You know. Yeah. It's especially with these types of things, you need to be able to see. Um, I. I don't know why it isn't. The Timberwolf is, and Postscriptum is, but when you start comparing Squad to Postscriptum, people get cranky and crappy and stuff like that. Ah, different game, different density. Yeah, whatever. But I would like to see it. Uh, the It is really cool, however, if you fire, let's say, two rounds off of your first uh, stripper clip that you loaded, you can then, if you press reload, it actually just reloads two additional rounds in. So that stuff is really cool. Uh, it, it does make you feel like you're actually using the the rifle um, so whatever you, you used, it reloads. If you use the whole thing, you add in a stripper clip and you're good to go. It, it's really well done. I, I do think it sounds good. I wish it was a little punchier because it is a, you know, bolt action rifle, but it's overall, I think this is going to be super cool. I was able to see, it looks like the, uh, the rifleman class for insurgents. I think they're actually called fighters. It has the, the, the carbine, I believe. With iron sights and then i was looking at the magnified scope option which i think they're calling a sniper they had two different i think they're playing around with what they're actually calling it but the the magnified scope looks great uh, you know it looks like what you would think a Mosin look like with the the correct scope range all that good stuff i think it's going to be really really slick it, it's a really cool addition i i i do wish we could just cycle our own bolt so that's my only, only just, eh, but overall, I'm, I'm actually super pumped about it. It looks awesome.
1: That's good. I mean, anytime we get new kind of uh, assets, like whether it's a vehicle, a weapon, or even a faction, like I think, I think it is good. It's content. Adding content to the game is never bad because I think it's, it's always cool and it's going to bring people back. My only thing is like going back once again to like the changes that I would like to see in a patch. This is like temporary candy right like the assets and things that get added none of it i think addresses the larger replayability of squad right because these are things that you see and then they're cool for a little while but it's not game changing none of these systems change the way that that squad is really at its core played in aes or you know invasion or whatnot so I would like to see something shake up the meta. I really would. We've been, we, we've been play- <laughs> This meta has been the same for how long, Moi? How long would you say we've been playing Squad for roughly the same way?
0: Uh, well, I actually started playing in January 2019, and it's the same meta.
1: Right. Like, nothing is... There's no cool strategy, like, new strategy to try. There's no... It's just... It feels like, to me, it's gotten to a point where they're just adding... These nice, shiny things. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just I would like to see more. And I don't know if we're going to get it now that Squad is fully released. We're not going to see anything that truly shakes up how the game is played or makes it better at its core. We're going to see some things that like aren't cool and they're nice. But I have yet to see anything within the last few patches that I've gone, wow, this is a new game or, or a better game. Um, and that kind of that I don't know if it worries me so much as it it just saddens me just because I know that I can't expect a game development company to be pushing stuff out like this. And, 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 and what they've done so far is definitely like it's definitely an achievement and getting this game to where it is and all the work that's been done. It's just I love this game. I truly do love this game. I want to see it evolve. I want to see it get better. I want to see things shake up. I want to keep playing this game. That is the core of where all of my like love and criticism and and desire uh when i'm talking about like what i'd like to see comes from it's not from a place where like i don't want to play this game it's just i i want i want to keep playing this game and from what it looks like and from what i've experienced so far it more and more every day looks like that answer is going to be modding and so i'm hoping that at least in the next patch, we can see something big with the modding scene. If nothing new on OWI's side to change up the meta or really, you know, shake things up or improve things, I would love to see full support for the modding scene. Uh, and yeah, I mean, out of all these guns right here that we see, uh, I mean, a new hat is cool. The, the, the I think the coolest new thing here is going to be the NLAW with its limited tracking. I think we're getting into... Um, interesting, semi-dangerous territory with uh, fire-and-forget launchers that are launched by infantry that don't require anything else. But uh, it's uh, it's it's a cool change. It's technically a new system, and uh, that's that's like everything else here is like a mosin cool, but it doesn't really change up gameplay. The RPD is just an HMG or an LMG, depending on how you want to classify it. And then the anti-tank is just a new anti-tank. It, it Like, none of this really is is new, you know? It's like reskin okay, stuff. Okay, hold, hold on. All right. All right. All okay, right, I'm gl- rambling. All
0: right, we're playing. We're playing. Yes, no, no, yes, you're not yes, rambling. Yes, we're playing. You're, you're. I'm good cop. You're bad cop. Okay. You beat him, up, him yeah, yeah, now, okay? Yeah, beat him up. You beat him up. I'm going to bring
1: him up. We Okay. him
0: up. Here's <laughs> where. Let's, let's take this on uh, a... The, the way I see it. I, I 100% understand and agree with you on a lot of these points of... Ultimately, this is, these are just guns. These are just vehicles. These are just, you know, what. Now, I want to challenge you to take it like this. Mm-hmm. You just say heavy anti tank for the RPG 28 is just a hat kit. This one hat kit has now completely buffed Russia and is now going to change how I approach Russians if I am playing in vehicles because you just gave them a, a missile. And or not? Sorry, the the, the laws of missile, but you ba- you you gave them a rocket that can be ranged up to 500 meters. Ultimately, you're giving them double their hat range from before, and one that relatively flies straight and is much easier than the huge heavy football that is is the RPG-7 tandem round. Right, very very hard to read scope that people.
1: Like,
0: the <laughs> watch videos I, for <laughs> ex- ex- hey yeah speaking of no. the reason that I feel like a lot of us vehicle players are able to do so many cool things is because they have such a garbage tandem round to work with if someone's trying to get a that thing is super finicky it drops like hell if you think you got the right range I mean even very experienced hat players have problems with it at depending on certain factors so you have now buffed hat for the russians
1: right Uh, and i guess i guess this also touches on my core philosophy of how i would like to play the game and and why this doesn't really excite me i i i believe that armor should be the main primary counter to armor having infantry deal with armor is 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 cool and all and i think you do need to have hats and lats to a certain extent but this is why like for example in Armod i completely removed the atgm emplacement because it's i I think the core of what's supposed to happen. I think what is good for gameplay and what is enjoyable is when certain people feel like they have appropriate answers, balanced or, or not balanced answers, but answers that that don't result in an instant. Um, uh, how do I how do I frame this? The amount of skill it takes to kill something should be equal or almost equal or around that kind of equal um, to to how much skill it takes to operate that thing. Right? So if we add a RPG, and this is why I'm against adding javelins and why I don't want to add any kind of lock and fire infantry, fire, uh, or infantry weapons or weapon system, period, is because I feel like you have someone in a vehicle who's crewing a three-man, uh, uh, essentially a three-man vehicle. I would much rather that this three-man vehicle is annihilated by another three-man vehicle, you know, tank v tank, than an infantryman who has a laser-guided hat that can hit up the 500 meters and he can run around sitting in buildings or in small bushes like that is what i think um is not good for gameplay right because that's why i hate toes so much you have one dude and sure you can kind of make the argument well he has to he has to supply the fob someone has to drop supplies and that's it's that that's that's somewhat a valid argument but you have someone one dude who's sitting on a hill 1500 meters out waiting for a three-man or two-man crewed vehicle to roll in and then all he does is left click so that's where this doesn't excite me i
0: i i am i don't think i've ever agreed harder to this and i but first i will actually ask this because this will actually tell me if you are serious about your mod mm-hmm. or you're just you're just preaching mm-hmm. is the spandrel included in your mod nope Oh my God! All right, there we go. Nope, it's sold. Okay, yeah, sold. I think ATGMs are
1: absolutely terrible for the game. I think because I I think (laughs) people love saying that ATGMs are the counter to tanks. And well, yes, you are correct. Anti-tank guided missile. The thing is, this (laughs) anti-tank guided missile is the freaking counter to literally every other vehicle (laughs) it's not just anti-tank it's anti-logy anti anti-truck anti-btr anti anti you like it's it's anti-helicopter the thing is so overwhelmingly oppressive that almost any other style of gameplay is dictated by this one vehicle exactly and And it's the the, it's the biggest thing is I, I
0: actually call the spandrel is, is the antithesis of what squad wants to be. You have one person crewing a vehicle that should really have multiple people in it. You should mm-hmm. have at least, if you do want to just balance it without removing it, I, I love the fact that your mod removed it because it should be deleted. If I could go to Vancouver and they weren't in quarantine, I would go into the office and find the file where the spandrel is being held on the systems and delete it. So our next patch would never have the spandrel again. Like yeah. this thing is you have one person who can drive around and just delete vehicles before they even know where they're getting shot at. So yeah. that I, I 100% agree on that thing. I agree with your you're you know just sitting on a tow in the middle of nowhere literally just waiting for a vehicle that has usually three people if they're doing it right, long spawn times, very slow moving, it's very cheesy, it's very lame. Uh I do think th- these the RPG-28 is just dumb. You just fire it. It's 500 meters, whatever. Uh, the I do think the Gustav is mu- still much better than it. The in-law is not... It, I, I feel like people, they hear the tracking. They hear the... It's what? How do you call it? Predicted line of sight, the, whatever they call it. You You move it horizontally for a second or two. It tracks the velocity that you're tracking, and then it will just fire and the missile will have that same trajectory. So if the vehicle slows down, stops moves trajectory a little bit, or is not being flat, then it will miss, you know, it's it's not, it's not heat seeking. It's not tracking like that. If you want to get into the heat seeking, the stingers, the, the javelins, you have to start talking about countermeasures. You have to start talking about infrared. You have to start talking about other things that can, can quickly take care of, of those. So I, I do get, 100% where you're going with this i don't think i think these are uh, giving them better tools that a modern faction should have if that makes any sense
1: that makes sense that definitely makes sense but i almost feel like uh, things might be getting added without consideration for gameplay just because hey this is realistic or, hey, this is a cool thing to add, right? That's that's kind of what it feels like. It's like, hey, these people should have that, so that's what they have. I don't care what this actually does to gameplay, but now the faction looks like a realistic faction. And I, like, people love... I understand the people who want squad to be completely ultra-realistic, armor-pin values, the range on things. Like, oh, the, the, the toe actually has a range of... The, the, the mortars can actually hit up to 5,000 meters. Like, you have to realize <laughs> that with realism games become less fun and the reason for that is because contemporary weapon systems have become so freaking lethal that you can say you know an atgm is the counter to a tank well you know i don't know maybe uh, maybe a freaking uh cruise missile is the counter to a fob like it's like you you start having this huge escalation to the point where some of the things that get added i.e artillery right 155 artillery with the with the crazy what is it like 30 round barrage these things become so 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 far escalated that the grunt infantryman the majority of the gameplay of which the player base is is having becomes it, it gets cannibalized and so this is when i have to i really want to talk about it like maybe we do this in a different podcast but realism doesn't equal fun there needs to be considerations and 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 compromises made for the sake of gameplay and we already have some you know the ability to revive like that's that's one of them right in real life you fucking you you, you just die (laughs) if you you get shot you die and that's not fun (laughs) but it's realistic so there's some things that are related like whenever i hear people cry oh you know you shouldn't be able to pen the t72 from this angle when you're using the Charlie because you're using this kind of armor it's like bro it's like if if you really wanted to to counter and counter and counter with realism with realism with realism realism, the escalations would get so insane that we eventually like squatted just you just fucking press one button and the nuke comes in and boom that that's it. Or, or an MLR's uh, strike comes in. It's just, it just annihilates half a quarter of the map. And it's just, uh, it's just crazy. So I, I do, when I see these changes, when I see, when I see things just get added to be added, and I don't see any gameplay changes behind them, that's where I get that impression. Is because I don't see considerations where like, okay, we're adding this, but we're also gonna, you know, we're gonna tweak this and we're gonna make the game look like that. We're gonna change the cap size here. We're gonna make it so that this does this. These things are added almost in, in a vacuum. And that's where I get the impression that they're added just to be added. And that's worrisome.
0: I I do wish that we had more iterative patches and hotfixes. I agree with that. Specifically towards gameplay loop and gameplay or game modes rather. Because some of these things, I feel like we've had to wait until huge contact injection patches just to try things out. Or things get pushed to the playtest server. The playtest branch. Nobody plays the playtest branch, or if they do, it's just for the first day. It's released. Nothing gets tested. It's either scrapped or then it's it's just implemented and then it's it. it however, it it happens. Usually, it doesn't go over very well.
1: Yes, but things it is. like this.
0: <sighs> it, you need you need to have these types of things, especially like I, I, I guess it's like I I get the I I feel like there you're not alone in the you see all of this because i have people that you know i play with all the time they see all this stuff and at the end of the day they uh you know they load it up onto a server they found one bug and they just go owi and V 2 v2 we're still getting and it's like i we, we don't have any gameplay changes you know we have all this cool stuff but ultimately we're still playing ras doc v1 and we're still having to deal with yada 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 so i i i get that i i I'm hoping I, I am getting this a little bit glass half full because we are we do we were supposed to get a lot more with this patch let's be honest like v two this is one I think we're actually supposed to get this in October if I'm correct initially, and then yeah delay got a lot of stuff we got a lot of stuff cut, and then hey, we got some stuff still pushed. Because of this, the Marines aren't going to be here until uh, next year. Sorry if I'm just breaking this to you right now, uh, but uh, Q1 we're getting a lot of stuff, and Q1 could mean January. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm not. All right. But so. Well. Okay. So yeah. What I'm trying to say. I'll let. I'll let Karma uh, be a little bit more the negative Nancy. I'll be more the positive uh, potato. No. I, I mean. I'll, but I'll, like. I'll, like you... I'll say thematic here. Positive potato. Well. No. Okay. So here. Here's here's my point. The What I am hoping will change for gameplay reasons and the way people approach games are, I understand that the actual mechanics of some of these stuff hasn't changed for a while. I get that. But what I feel like is we've built ourselves into a meta because we have very cookie cutter. This is RAS V1. This is the layer that you're given. These are the vehicles you're given And you are now, you just have to go at it.
1: Right. So let me address that because I think you brought up a very interesting point, right? You brought up two points. And before we get too far, I want to address them, right? The first is the fact that you are completely right. We do not get any hot fixes, any minor gameplay adjustments, any balancing patches. We get nothing in between content patches, nothing. We get one large content patch, then we wait months until the next one, and then they bake in the changes. So you have metas that stagnate for months at a time because for whatever reason, OWI will refuse to push content or balance updates. I don't know why. I it, Like some games push them out. Weekly. I know Tarkov is pushing them out. Like sometimes I'll launch Tarkov one day, the next day I have a hotfix fix for something. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the game is, is almost designed and how they are developing it it's going to stagnate and what worries me is that nothing has been done to really fix that right we don't see hey we see, we noticed these issues happening in matches this week or we over this last month even this is what we're going to do to shake this up or to fix this problem you get none of that it's like hey okay we're going to give you see these new guns okay we're, we'll be back in a couple months all right hey cool hey we we made a couple new guns and uh, we 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 flipped up uh, you get 10 seconds more on the hab now it's like <laughs> <laughs> there's so many greater problems or other ways that this game can be improved that and i don't know what's going on behind the curtain maybe they are maybe there's a, a huge content patch that, that they're working on that's like a very secret patch is going to shake things up and they just have they're, they're keeping it low for a massive release and they're going to hype it up and and the, i could be completely wrong and look like an idiot in a week and they, they drop it out of nowhere but generally history and 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 the the patterns that we've seen lead me to believe that this is now the standard and that worries me and 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 that's that's why i truly believe that the main thing that owi really needs to focus on is just get modding out get it to a state where where the community the community could have made all these changes in in half the time i started developing my mob my mod in two weeks we've developed a new game mode we've we've completely fixed a lot of old metas that were, were that were completely stopped in in a week and a half i'm now i have never been more excited to play squad because i spent a week and a half with a team Fixing the problems that I saw were in squad and now squad is is to me like I see that as being some of the best games The best era for me for squad is coming up because I have the power to make the changes that the game needs and that needs to get You know spread out on a more wide scale because right now modding is like Being (laughs) held back and restrained in almost every direction and I, I just need to see them support it I've been saying this for for months now modding needs better implementation because yeah the the community could have done all this like i'll be i'll be real with you the community could have added new weapons could have added new vehicles could have added more layers and getting to your second point right the layers right how we play the same layers and oh my god and we have to wait for a layer system (laughs) that's not entirely true The, the the devs and us as modders we have the ability to change layers so for example in our mod we have very thematic Maps. We we change things up. We it just takes time. It takes a little time, a little effort. You go through. You make. Hey, this is this is the out the outfit we want to use. This is going to be an airborne map. This is going to be a mechanized division. There's going to be an armor platoon, and this is how the map is going to play. And then you make a new map and a new layer and a new and yes, yes, yes. It's a lot of work, <laughs> but it's doable. And if you let the community do it, they'll fix all the layers themselves. They'll add more layers. But it's just. <laughs> It's not a point where we can do it, and it's just disheartening. It's really disheartening. Oh, okay, I, I,
0: I think you're going to be excited about how mm-hmm. I, let's say, I don't want to say phrase or say, uh, like, okay, I had a chance to speak with Virus, one of the devs uh, at OWI, uh, during stream today as we are going over V2 stuff, and he was explaining this layer system. Yes, I understand a lot of things, and I've seen it done I mean, we've we've gotten factions, we've gotten complete, you know, galactic contention. We've gotten huge reworks, the the Okis stuff. I mean, amazing things. Your your hardcore mod modding is 100 percent the way to go. What I think people are not going to give credit to because it seems as just a layer change is that this layer change will allow people if you just have you know your your Goradoc AAS v1 whatever it is your standard points your your meta and if we're we're talking about how we're kind of sick of the meta the meta for every map will now be different and the way that i feel yes aas will still play the same ras will still play the same i i really hope these get fixed but i want to pretend that let's say they don't okay let's just say it's what we got um separate ourselves from the game modes The meta will change because when you load up Gordok, ASV1, you are no longer getting the set standard vehicles. You are looking at the map and you're saying, "Hey, you know what? Uh, I want to just go, uh, you know, light infantry, light vehicles. Let's just go, you know, try to be super speedy. Let's have, you know, air cav. We're not going to have like any armor. We just want to go hit and run. Let's just see if that works."
1: So then the, sorry, sorry. So, so my question, there, just a small technical question, is yeah. when this layer is implemented, are they randomizing the assets that you get, or every time you choose that layer, it is a set amount of assets in so, particular yes. that you're receiving? So
0: you will get. Let's let's take uh, let's take let's say what what their their intention is when you load it up. One team will select a blue four. One team will select a red four. So no longer is a team. Like U.S. is no longer tied to A.S.V. V1. So you will say, okay, I want to be U.S., British, Canada, Aussies, whenever we get it, whatever you want. And this will also work for mods. They, uh, he specifically said they want to make it easier. So like the Rangers, you know, the, the Ranger mod or any of the Spec Ops, any of the other smaller factions that you guys have created in, in Squad Ops, you now create the overall big army, okay, U.S., so now you have you've created your your you've selected you've voted as a as a team playing this map that you guys want us. You then select as a vote. You have a set number of pre-made sub factions that could either be anything from like armored cav to maybe light reconnaissance, uh, air cav, just uh, logistics and infantry. And those separate sub-factions, I don't know how many there are or if there, you can add any, whatever, those will have pre-designated assets. So you could actually have asymmetric warfare where your team goes in with absolutely zero tanks and the other team can collect, uh, elect to go armored. And you now have to figure out how to play that. So I agree on a lot of what you're saying, I do think that this small, relatively small, because it, it doesn't, it's not as sexy as a Mosin-Nagant, I think this is actually going to really cause games to change. And it's going to be, it's almost, it feels almost like a, oh God, what is it? Almost like a, a, another type of game, like a, like an Overwatch or a League of Legends. Like, hey, if, if we are Armored Cav, how do we attack a you know an insurgent cell, a lightly armored insurgent cell on right. this map? compared to an armored insurgent cell like that kind of stuff like I,
1: i totally understand what you're saying here it just goes back again to like what concerns me with this is while this is a step in the right direction is the amount of patches and how they do patches i foresee the same thing happening where you have this this system where yeah maybe the games that you play are a little bit different but problems will arise and patches to fix them won't be released until content patches that's that's kind of the 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 main problem like this this will definitely help replayability and it's gonna seem fun and you're gonna have like um you know the choice some limited you know more choice than before but if that choice ends up going oh my god you know he's picking the the airborne they're picking the airborne again and we're going against this and it's still not balanced and you just need to fix this one thing it'll be balanced and they still don't do these things you still run into the same problem it's just a different start so it's it's I want <laughs> I want to see gameplay. What would make me happy is watching them put gameplay patches into the game. <laughs> the consistent patches where they take a look, "Hey, here's the meta. This is what we notice is overpowered. These are the points that are bad. We need to increase the size of this point. We need to reduce the max tickets on this layer." But it doesn't look like from these patches, like it kind of looks like they care. But there's nothing in there that really shows that, like, hey, we are really listening and looking at the meta, and we're paying attention mm-hmm. to what needs to really be fixed. And maybe they will. Maybe they're not doing it because they know where they're working on this whole new system that, that's going to redo all the layers and all the factions. And in that case, good job. Good job, ODI. I can't wait to see this new layer f- function. And, like, if after they're, like, they're really paying attention because it's all on this new system and they don't have to redo anything next, then that would be great. That would That would bring back my faith in the fact that they're looking and paying attention to gameplay. But... If they don't, then I feel like it's just going to stagnate again. Um, you'll have maybe mm-hmm. a little bit longer until the problems show up, but if the content patches are the only patches where gameplay patches are in- introduced, and those come months at a time, it will it will stagnate. It's just because the patches don't come soon enough.
0: Yeah. No i i I think we all wish we had a little bit more. Especially, it feels. I know we live in unprecedented times out here, you know? I mean, we're all quarantined. We all got—and uh, especially you know like, uh, Canada's closing up again, you know, if they're out in Vancouver. I, I get that. It it definitely—it feels—there's a lot of quietness. I don't know. Silence, I guess, is probably a better grammatically way of putting that. But it seems like there was a lot of nothing. And then this—the roadmap update was actually—I looked at it. It was, was updated— on uh basically good uh, black friday like right after thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh and i know they're canadian so it's not their same thing but it was almost like there's no update about it there was a roadmap there was some there was some big delays on stuff there a lot of this just kind of got pushed quietly and was kind of weird because when i start streaming or people in my discord start saying, "Hey, did you see that? Nothing that we were supposed to get is is here. <laughs> that like that kind of stuff. <laughs> nothing that we're supposed it's, to get is not It's, here. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. What? What? I'm like, uh, what? Uh, that kind of stuff. And then it, it just it feels like we're just. It kind of sucks. Uh, to to feel like you're looking at a roadmap. I'm not saying they got to stick to everything. You know, if it's if you have a roadmap that's a living roadmap, and especially things like delays, they happen. But it definitely does feel like." I thought we were at a better pace, uh, maybe six months, seven months ago, at least for interacting with the community and in terms of, hey, what's going on? You know, having little updates and and letting us know what's going on. Dude, it seems like we go weeks without, or sorry, not weeks, almost months without some interaction of, hey, this is what's happening. By the way, uh, we, we've we've getting a lot of lot of. When I'm looking at other indie devs. Uh, specifically you know in the, in the things like the hell at looses or you know uh, escape from tarkov these things are very it is very different when we do look at at what we've gotten recently
1: yeah it's i know there are people over at owi who are really working hard really working really hard and pushing and they're debugging and all this stuff to try to get these patches out i'm not trying to discredit these people they they are working hard i i applaud their efforts it's just I don't know if there are better ways. There might be better ways. Let me put it that way. There might be better ways to shake things up, or, or I don't want to tell a company how to run their company. It just, as, as a consumer, my <laughs> feeling, if I'm being honest, is that certain things could be done in order to enable the community to just do all these things themselves. That's how it feels as a consumer. It feels like. And I don't know why. It feels like for whatever reason they're deciding to to put that burden upon themselves when it's like, hey, you don't have to do all that work, buddy. Just just let us let us help you out. Let us help you out. And we'll we'll, Man, we'll, we'll do in a lot of it
0: dropping the buddy. I'm hey, just saying.
1: Cow. Hey. Uh, so, no,
0: I, I, yeah. no, I okay. With with all of this, I do want to like to almost have an asterisk with this and say that we play a lot of this game yeah we do and the and a lot of the people that we probably play with probably play maybe not as much but have logged hours comparable to ours and so when you get to a point that this game might just be brand new for a lot of people because it just officially released a couple months ago this game has been something that many people have been playing for you know almost 4 years yeah so when you have gameplay loops that have been relatively unchanged for that long, I think that's where a lot of might get a little. Jaded. I'm guessing your frustration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's it, it, it makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's something that I I honestly think that this layer change is going to help the the modders like yourself out there to have better experiences and make it easier to play the game how you want to do it. Yeah. Because of the way that it's going to be able to load and plug and play, because you no longer have to create a whole map layer for you know whatever airborne layer you want to do, you, mm-hmm. you can just plug it in and play at the start of the map. Yeah, so I, 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 I do. I hope totally agree.
1: I totally agree. Like it's, it will be good. And and, and I, I... <laughs> when they say, hey, <laughs> hey, guess what, everyone, we're adding this new system, and it's going to be great for modding, and then you look at the stating of modding right, the state of modding right now, and it's like. What do you mean we can't even play our own mods yet? It's Dude, just like I, I've been oh trying no. to play
0: your mod for two weeks and I cannot play it. Yeah. I, I try to load in, it kicks me out. I, I hang. I get <sighs> a room health squad. So it's, yeah.
1: Yeah, am sure it's a great mod. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about I it some other play. time. Um, but it's oh god. I I, I mean, I'm telling you, I've the, modding has opened my eyes. I got in the SDK, I learned how to do basic things. I've seen what the talented p- other individuals within that modding community can do. And it it's jaw-dropping what's possible. And I think that's where I get a little bit even more jaded. It's just because I can see I literally can see the possibilities. I can <laughs> see the possibilities. I've done some of the possibilities. And I'm watching the official company do add add another hat. Add 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 uh, it's, like, it's like it just it it it's it's hard. It's hard to accept. It's hard to rationalize, it's hard to, it's hard to. It really is hard to conceptualize and understand why this company would do something um, when, when you have this ability for the community to literally do almost anything they want with it. But, yeah, I mean, in all fairness... Okay, well, well t-
0: tell us how you really feel, Karma. <laughs> in
1: all fairness, right? Let's, let's get real real, okay? Let's get real oh, let's real. Let's get real real, okay. I spent 3,000 hours in this game. I've gotten my fucking money's worth out of this game. Honestly, ODWI, you did a good job, right? I spent 3,000 hours on your product. I can't really complain. I'm asking just because I love this game, and I would like to play it more, but I can totally understand, and I don't expect things to live on forever, right? Nothing lives forever, but it's it's, good job. Good job getting us to this point. I spent so much time in this game. You've gotten me so passionate in this game, and I just want the ability to extend the life with with modding that's that's all i want uh but yeah yeah it's the good job oh, I, I think
0: i think when you put it like that that if you were to pay full price the 50 dollar tag at how much you put in that's like like a cent or something mm-hmm. like yeah like a couple pennies it's for an hour of yeah like, so that's yeah i do think um but being able to hopefully encourage the platform so those who have played as much as we have can then turn the game that they they want it to be into a reality i think i I really hope that's the next step because that's what's going to keep squad going on you know years to come i think this stuff for the new players or for the players who have a couple hundred hours this is going to get people back into the game this is going to get people that we lost maybe on v1 after the 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 never-ending new player Mm -hmm. weekend feel I, i really hope we get some of the the older players back in because this is exciting at least you know New most content, definitely new maps yeah. that kind of stuff I think will be healthy for the player base. And then hopefully with that uh, content injection with the people sticking around, we'll, will have some, some modding support that will then keep them sticking around even more and playing squad in, in different ways. So I, I definitely, I, I hope we have fewer delays in the future, but I am, I am cautiously optimistic on V2. I think you're cautious. I might be more optimistic and you're more cautious, <laughs> but I, 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 uh, it's, you know, it's yeah. what
1: we got, right? It'll, it'll be good to see that player number jump up. It's just, like I said, it's going to be a question of how long are these players going to keep playing the game. But hey, I, I think the game has done well so far. I, I just, you know, I, everyone knows I'm going to say it, so I'm not going to say it. But yeah, everyone, <laughs> this was a, a tiring, emotional podcast oh, this man. week. Uh, quite quite a lot of stuff to talk about there's definitely a lot of interesting things for the future of squad big question marks as far as where we'll go from here what the delays and updates will look like how OWI will you know handle um releasing more content and and the changes that they do decide to make if it's going to just be more content or if they are going to pay uh, more attention to gameplay but i i'm I'm hopeful. I will say this, at the end of the day, I'm hopeful. That's why I keep playing the game, so I keep following the community, this why I keep reading these patch notes. And I want nothing but the best for all of us. But I think that's going to wrap us up here. Moy, any last words?
0: Uh I think I I think we said all the words.
1: I think- all the words have been spoken. <laughs> all the words. Oh, boy. (laughs) But yeah, guys, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you follow the podcast. We're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we're on Google. So yeah, thank you so much. And if remember, if you want to leave us any feedback, any comments, what do you want to hear us talk about? Head over to the Discord, click on those links. Let us know in the comments down below. It all helps us out very, very much. And we might have some cool—I don't know—maybe, maybe hint some some webcam stuff for the future podcast. We'll see. We'll see. So maybe yeah, some things. Maybe fun. we'll
0: get something special for YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. to get a little—you know—I you guys, as much as you love the logo, we've been hearing that you don't love the logo that much. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we have some things uh, planned, so yeah, hopefully we'll, on we'll we'll get that uh get that spinning up here soon. Yeah,
1: but thanks again, guys, and until next time, peace out. Peace.